Hi, mummers. I'm so excited to share with you an episode that I did with the incredible Tay Daniels today. Now, I'm going to keep this intro nice and short because I'm not sure if you can tell, but I have been sick. I've had strep throat, so my throat is incredibly painful and my voice does not sound like myself. But I didn't want to delay bringing this episode to your earbuds because of the value that our guest shares. This week, I'm interviewing Tay Daniels. And in this discussion, we chatted about all sorts of things, honestly, about the duality of being a mum and building a business and how to actually make bank in your business, how to actually make money and what that can look like. And Tay was really open and really vulnerable with the questions that I asked her, which I love her so much for that. If you do know her, you know that she shoots from the hip, she doesn't hold back and what you see is what you get, which is something I adore about her. Also, at the end of the episode, you're going to hear her talk about Become a Coach School, which is her accreditation program for coaches. So if you are a coach or you're thinking about becoming one, you might want to check it out. Her next class opens in a couple of weeks, so make sure you head over to her website, have a look. All the links are in the show notes. I also wanted to let you know that this podcast will be on a little bit of a hiatus for a couple of weeks while we rebrand. So we will be rebranding this under the Pregnant CEO. I've got a new website. I've got a whole stack of new content. It's all happening. So you won't see us pop up in your feed for a couple of weeks, but come September, we will have a whole new beautiful podcast for your listening pleasure. All right, now without further ado, let's jump on into our interview with Tay Daniels. Pull up a seat at our table and join in on today's conversation. You are listening to This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I started this podcast when I was feeling isolated and alone, pregnant during a pandemic, and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find a community that understood how hard it is to be a kick-ass mama and a kick-ass entrepreneur at the same time. And so this podcast was born. I now have two young boys, Spencer and Samuel, and continue to run my business and a few side hustles on the daily. I am on a mission to empower you to do life on your own terms, whichever stage of motherhood or business you might currently be in. You can build the business of your dreams whilst raising your children. You don't have to choose one over the other. I believe you are made for this. And with me by your side, with our community cheering you on, you've totally got this. Hit subscribe and expect two episodes every single week, a mini episode with me on a Tuesday and a guest interview on Friday. And please don't be surprised when you hear me drop a few F-bombs. Let this be your friendly reminder to listen with your earbuds in. I can't wait to help you be the boss mama you envisage. Now let's get on to the show. Tay, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and we've chatted a lot online. We have a lot in the works together and so I'm really excited for this. So good. So we know each other pretty well, but for anyone joining us today, can you just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, all the good stuff. Yeah, of course. So I started my first business in 2016. I was seven months pregnant. I had no experience, but I didn't want to be at my nine to five. So I ended up quitting to be a virtual assistant. And then in 2018, I grew that to an agency. And then in 2019, I fell into coaching. And since then, I have been life and business coaching, which is my complete soul's mission, my purpose in life. And 
I'm a mom, of course. I have a daughter. She's five and a half. I'm married. I live in the Midwest. I live in the United States because I'm not sure if your audience may be outside the US. <laughs> I think a lot of our listeners are in the US. It, it does vary. So that's good to know. So quite a full life, quite a lot going on. So tell me a little bit, rewinding everything to when you first made that jump to become a virtual assistant. Tell me a little bit about that. Was that scary at the time or did you just feel in your gut that you wanted to do it? Like, tell me how that, how that went down. Yeah, it was actually terrifying. Um, I worked at a mental health hospital at the time. I had already dropped out of college. I was 23 years old and I had a hundred dollars to my name. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I had no business quitting my nine to five, but I did not want to go back to a nine to five. I wanted to be a home with my daughter. I wanted to be able to just be home. And I was like, I will do whatever it takes to not go back to that nine to five. So I searched and searched all types of online jobs. And lo and behold, virtual assisting was new back then. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to try this. And I put in my leave during my maternity leave. I quit my job and I was like, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that so much. And so many women I speak to, it's that moment, right? I think having a baby obviously is a massive life change, but it's that realization of like, hang on, if I continue doing what I'm doing, I'm going to miss out on all of this stuff. I'm going to be sacrificing all of these memories, right? Because I'm working a nine to five. So I think that is so brave of you. And I mean, look where it's led you now. Yes, it was the best decision I ever made. And not only are you going to miss out, but daycare is so expensive. It would have been my whole paycheck. And I was just like, this doesn't make sense. Something's got to change. And even though it was scary to go back now and see all the things I've done over the last seven years, I wouldn't change it for anything. Oh, I love that so much. Okay. So then tell me a little bit about how you pivoted to coaching. How did that kind of unfold? Yeah. So in 2019, um, I had my virtual assistant agency and it was specific to wedding professionals. And I was asked to be a keynote speaker at a conference for wedding professionals. And so I did it. It was my first ever live conference and it was scary because I had never done public speaking. But after that, I fell into coaching because I had tons of people reach out asking, how did you do it? How did you start your business? Wanting to just know everything. So I started taking on coaching clients. And from then on, I knew this is exactly where I meant to be. And from 2019 till now, I've been all in coaching. Oh, I love that. And I I bet you've seen some incredible transformations through your students, right? That come to you for coaching. So many, so many amazing transformations that it blows my mind every single time, how many amazing, powerful women there are in the world. And I just like to share with everyone, if these women just like you can do it, so can you. They quit their teaching jobs and they're making six figures or you know, maybe they left abusive relationships like I did. And from all types of walks of the world, these women are coming together to build successful lives. It blows my mind every time. I, it never wears off. You know, there's that quote that, you know, we can do so much on our own, but when we come together, there's just so much power in that. And I love, I'm a massive fan of coaching. So this year I invested in my first mastermind that I've ever invested in before. And again, it's like this scary financial commitment, right? But having somebody that's a few steps ahead of you or that can give you a different perspective or it just fast tracks everything. It just adds so much to your journey, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like having a coach has been the best experience of my life. And since then I've always had coaches because I'm like, this is really the cheat code to life. And so I couldn't agree that 
hiring coaches and being in mentor spaces and being with other women doing exactly what it is that you do is the ultimate game changer for your life and your business. Yeah, I love that. So tell me a little bit how you balance, juggle, how you do both things. So obviously a mom to a five and a half year old, so busy. I've got a four and a half year old, so I understand completely what life looks like when they're little like that. How do you balance working and running the business and raising your daughter? Such a good question. You know what? I am going to be really honest with you. I take it day by day because if I don't, I will go crazy. Um, At one point we had a nanny and then on our vacation recently, she quit to start her own business. Um, But asking for help, outsourcing, delegating as much as possible through both sides. Um, Having my husband as a really good partner and teammate has been really amazing to get through it. Um, But some days you just muscle through what's priority and how do I create a schedule that aligns with the life that I want to live that allows me to put family first and prioritize my child as well as getting work done too. But I'll tell you, you just don't know. When you're a parent, you just don't know what you're going to wake up to. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I must laugh a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, we had hand, foot and mouth go through that one of my boys caught it from daycare and we've never had that before. And it was horrendous, absolutely horrendous. But for the whole week, it was kind of written off. And then, you know, then we've had runny noses and it's winter here at the moment. So it's like the opposite to you. It's freezing. So it kind of made me realize that there's no such normal anymore like as a, as a mum that is also an entrepreneur like you're exactly right you have to take it day by day because there's no such thing as like a normal week or if you're waiting for things to get back to normal you'll just be waiting forever right absolutely we went through some sicknesses here and covid and all kinds of just you know waking up and the child has a fever or she's sick and then it just derails your day it derails your week and you have to be pretty much on your toes but having a sport system in place or a game plan in place of This is what my business looks like, but it's adjustable, right? Like I can make changes and pretty much you just have to show up that day with what's priority. Yeah, I love that. And what about asking for help? This piece I think a lot of women struggle with. Like what was your number one advice when it comes to actually asking for help or getting support, do you think? Oh, such a good one because my husband always says like you always try to put everything on your plate and you never want to ask for help. And so I I tried to be better about this, but it is really hard. But I think remembering that you cannot pour from an empty cup. You physically, mentally, and emotionally cannot do it. You have to fill your cup. And so remembering that especially parenting, unless you're a single parent, and I've been there, that you do have a partner, they are in this with you. And so sometimes you have to delegate to them because they don't always know how to step in, especially if you're home all the time with the child, or you've done a lot of the stepping in without asking, you can't expect them to just one day know how to step in and do the things you need. So you have to ask, but it, it is really hard. You know, when you're an independent woman, you're like, I can do it all. But in reality, you can't. <laughs> and it gets us nowhere trying, right? There's no like award or badge of honor. Or, like we don't get anything apart from exhaustion. Um, I love that point you made to Tay about teaching them almost like what you expect when they step in right because I think sometimes it's hard to let go of like well I would do that differently or I would have done it this way or when actually it doesn't matter as long as things get done right it doesn't really matter who's doing it or how they're doing it I had to let go of that too the perfectionism and honestly too now that my daughter's a little older like tasking her with things and she enjoys doing stuff with me around the house like helping me put the dishes away or helping me fold or put away the laundry and are the towels folded like I would like no but are they done? Yes. <laughs> again, I like to fold my towels a certain way. And so my husband doesn't do it. I just do all the folding. But I get, yeah, it's something I need to work on. I've been there. I get it. I completely get it. Oh, I love it. So 
explain to me a little bit about scaling your business. So how has that looked for you? How have you grown from, say, you know, a solopreneur or doing things on your own? How have you gone about scaling and actually growing to be as big as you are now? Great question. So honestly, um, scaling has been a journey because it's not linear. And I think people think that at a certain point in your business, it will be this linear journey that's just smooth sailing and you're just going to like hit these big numbers and everything's going to be gravy, which is so far from the truth because there might be a month where I hit 17, 18K and then it's followed by like a 6K month or a 7K month. And that's the reality of being an entrepreneur. Um, So I think the scaling piece of it has been definitely tricky because sometimes you just don't know. So for one, building businesses that or programs, I should say, that allow for longer payment plans so that I can prepare my income for one to two years ahead of time has been big for scaling. But as far as like team goes and outsourcing, I hired a few business coaches and that actually helped me determine where in my business do I need to fill the gaps? Like where do I need to hire or where do I just need to automate? Where do I need to delete things so that I don't waste time and energy on them to begin with? And filling in the pieces with who should be a contractor or who should be a part-time employee or who should be a full-time employee. And how does that actually grow and scale the business long-term? But again, a lot of it has been just trial and error. Like what works, what doesn't work? And it's a learning curve every step of the way. So for everyone out there listening, (laughs) when you hit a certain point in your business, you will then have to go into a new level of uncomfort and grow and learn something new because you never get to just be. That's so true. And I think that's, I mean, that's growth, isn't it? It's going from like one uncomfortable thing to another is how we grow. So that's, yeah, that's really good advice. And you mentioned a lot of numbers there that personally, I'm not hitting 6K to start with, let alone 17K. So that sounds really great to me. (laughs) But tell me a little bit about the financial side, how I guess you approach it when you come up with new offers and and you talked about longer payment plans. I think that's a really smart way, obviously, so that you have more um, consistent income and you can foresee what's coming, I guess, right? Yeah. The biggest thing that I've learned that I made the mistake in the beginning and I teach this to all my clients is to first envision the life that you want to live. And I mean, like, where do you want to live? What do you want to drive? How much money do you want to make? Why do you want to make that amount of money? What is it going to do for you? How are you going to feel? What are you going to spend it on? Um, Because knowing a really good vision of your life and then building a business around that versus just building a business and then winging it allows you to be really clear on why you're doing what you're doing every single day. And it allows you to say, if I were making 40K months, 50K months, six figures years, would I be doing this today? And most of the time the answer is no. I'm like, would you charge that? They're like, no. Would you do the service? No. Would you even be a service provider? Would you transition into a coach? And they're like, absolutely. And so I say, why aren't you doing that now? Why aren't you building the business right now for the life you want to live? And then as far as the financial piece goes, charging, and this is the thing, you can raise prices. You can raise prices as much as you want. You can price offers, whatever you want to price them. But my rule is you have to love it and you have to believe in it because if you don't love the price and you don't believe in it, nobody else will and nobody else will buy it. So for instance, when I first started my academy, I charged $3,995 for the year, which thinking back on that is crazy, but I loved it and believed in it. Today, it is priced at $8,888 for the, not the same program because it's of course expanded, but essentially the same program has tripled almost in 
what we charge because of the confidence and the experience and all the things that I do and deliver. But it's because I love the price and I believe in it. And because I do and I'm confident in it, people buy it. And so if you're out there having drama about your pricing, ask yourself, what could I charge today? That would be an over deliver and an undersell that I love and believe in. And I could tell everybody about it all day long because you're going to sell it. And then you're going to build your confidence and you're going to love it more. And then you're going to feel more confident upping your prices. Oh my goodness. Best advice right there. And even I suppose stop looking around. Like I think with pricing and when it comes to the financial piece, right, we look to everybody else online, see what they're charging, the competition. We might hear those numbers, the 10K months, all those numbers thrown around online all the time. But it's almost like putting your blinders on, right? And just evaluating what feels good for you. 100%. And knowing too, like, like I said, why do you even want to make that amount of money? When students are like, I want to make 10K months. I'm like, okay, why? And they're like, I don't know. That's what everyone else is doing. I'm like, that is not enough to get you out of bed to go after that and actually create offers to hit that number that you love and believe in because that number means nothing to you. Um, so I need you to be really clear on why you want the money you want. And it, literally, where is it going to go? Where's all that money going to go? It's going to team, investments, savings, bills. Where does the money go? Because money is just energy. And when you start to have a place for the money to go and you put that energy and intention out there, you can allow it and you can receive it, but you have to be in the place to receive and know where it goes. Mm, okay. So I'm going to, I creeped all over your content earlier because I was um, in a creeping kind of mood. <laughs> so I just want to read something out because I, I, it really resonated with me. And I think all of our listeners will resonate with it as well. But on one of your blog posts recently, you wrote down that when you step back for a second from your business, you realized that you didn't want to just make money. You wanted freedom to take your daughter to her dance classes without having to worry about returning client messages. You wanted choices around your schedule so you could work hours that made sense for you and your family. And you wanted options for the impact you could make. You didn't want to help just a handful of people. You wanted to help hundreds and thousands of women, but your business model at the time didn't support any of those goals. And I think, Tay, like as soon as I read that, I was like, right there, that is the clarity that you need, isn't it? When you're creating your business, when you're creating your office, when you're creating what you want to do in the world, that's the clarity of what it provides for you that gets you excited, that gets you motivated, that gives you the confidence to talk about it. So I just wanted to share that because I feel like anyone tuning in that it's like, oh yeah, well, it's, it's great to talk about money so flippantly like it's energy, but I need to actually put food on the table. I actually need, you know, and I think sometimes we come to this financial conversation, a lot of people with like such a masculine energy of like, it's scary and all of that, but there's so much pressure with it, right? But I think pulling back and going, well, hang on, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for my life? Why? Why? Questioning the why, I think it's really powerful. 100%. And this is the thing is, all of us want a certain level of money for something, right? We want it to do something for us, but we want entrepreneurship for that ultimate freedom because we want to live a certain life, right? It's not because we want to work 24 seven, but when you're so busy chasing money and business and you're building a business for money, you will burn out. You will be exhausted. You will hate the business you built. You will be unhappy and the money will likely not come in the way you think it is. And I know that because I did it with my agency and then I hated it and I hated everything about it because I just was chasing money to pay bills. When I stepped into coaching, I cannot tell you how much I just love doing it. I am meant to be here. It is my soul's mission to help these women to show up for them. And when I do that, money comes. So going back to agency, I was working 40 to 60 hour weeks, making five to seven K months. I was burnt out. I was exhausted. I didn't want to do any of it. I just wanted money. Now I'm in coaching. I love all of the things I'm doing every single time. And then in May, I went on vacation, our second vacation in five months with my family, completely spending 
just time being with my daughter and my husband, made $40,000 a month. Just doing exactly what I meant to do and sharing this life and sharing this journey and showing up for students versus chasing money. That never happened in my agency because I was just chasing money. So how did it feel then when you transitioned from the agency to the coaching? You stopped the agency, you started the coaching. There would have been a period of time, right, where the money wasn't coming in yet. You were focusing on what you love to do, but the money hadn't started coming. Am I right? So how did you handle that? Yeah, actually, so our agency still runs today. We're retiring it at the end of this year. But uh, so I didn't take a break from money. I rolled, I just kept making money through agency to literally put food on the table while I grew my coaching business. Now, not everyone has that luxury. And when I started my agency, I didn't have that luxury. I didn't have the nine to five. I was literally just hustling for dollars to put food on the table. But you have to get to a point that you believe this is going to work. You believe the money's going to come and the clients are going to come and you take aligned action to show up and sell. This is the biggest piece that people miss. If you want to make money in your business, you have to show up every single day and sell your offer. Tell people what you're doing. A lot of people are like not showing up and selling. And so I'm like, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you offer. I don't even know what I can buy from you because you are not telling me. And of all the people out there, I'm not going out of my way to dig for what you offer. I need you to tell me every single day. And so if you're feeling like stuck on making money in your business and you're trying to put food on the table, show up and sell and show up and sell as if 10,000 people are waiting for you to show up and sell to them. Because if you had that amount of followers or email subscribers, you would show up quite differently than you do today. Oh, I love that. I think that's really powerful advice. I must say, because I obviously follow each other on Instagram and I see your stories where you're sharing what you do and you're sharing everything that's going on and you're selling through the stories that you shared it did make me think the other day going oh my gosh I don't do that enough like I you know I might share some things once a week and then I forget or I don't want people to unfollow me like it's this weird relationship with it right but but you're right you've got to keep reminding people and they can just flip past it it's not a big deal no and if they unfollow you they probably weren't going to buy from you to begin with so it doesn't matter as a business you have to make money and so if you're not willing to show up to sell to make money you have a hobby yes oh my gosh hard truth I love it so tell me what you've got going on now I know you've got some exciting things in the works talk to me about what's what's next for you yes so in September we're launching our certification program I'm so excited I just want to scream from the rooftops that my dreams are coming true but we have a program to certify women to be coaches and not only coaches, but six figure coaches. This program is like my heart. I put everything into this. So what it is, is six months of coaching. You learn how to actually be a coach, the fundamental work of being a coach, holding space, no judgment, coaching yourself so that you can show up as a really powerful coach. And then you're also certified. After those six months, you then have 12 months of business and life coaching with me one-on-one in group inside of our academy, where we help you grow to six figures. And then following that, you have six months of alumni mastermind and then you have lifetime education for your certification so it is an all-in-one program to become a certified coach create and grow a coaching business to six figures and then scale beyond it lifetime education and we give you license to all of our intellectual property so we give you everything you need to build a coaching program. Oh my goodness. Okay, so if anything that Tay has mentioned today has resonated with you, it sounds like this is the place to go for more help, right? For more support. Yep, 
So our first one will be in September. And then um, if you don't join in September, you'll have to be on the wait list until next year when we reopen the doors for certification. You can join Academy at any point, which is business building, but to be a certified coach and to learn how to coach, that's only offered twice a year. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, you know, to be completely honest and transparent, you don't have to be certified to be a coach. There's probably plenty of people out there that aren't certified, right? But it is that piece of social proof that you've done the work and that you can be trusted a little bit more, I'd say. Yeah, 100%. The industry is not right. Regulated. Anybody can coach. Anybody can do anything. But I went through the life school to be a certified coach. Changed my life. Loved it. Best decision I ever made. Um, and I decided ultimately to be certified to, again, be credible, to walk the walk and not just talk the talk as a coach, to further my own education and then to have my own certification program. Yeah, amazing. Okay, so we will put the links in the show notes for that. Um, best place to connect with you as well is Instagram, the place to go. Yep, Instagram at it's Tay Daniels underscore LLC. I reply to my own DMs. So come on over and let's chat. Well, Tay, thank you so much for joining us. I really loved this conversation and I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. So it's been a pleasure to have you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to chat with all of you. And this is just so amazing. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this is worth your time today. I know how busy you are, but if it spoke to you, if it inspired, encouraged, or comforted you, I'd love to know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me over at Kylie Kelly. I'd love to hear from you. And I promise that's little old me in my inbox. And I reply to every single message I get. Don't forget to head over to the website to grab any show notes or links that were mentioned. You can find that at www.thismamameansbusiness.com. Until next time, friends, from my mama heart to yours, I love you loads. And remember, we've got this shit. Bye for now. Bye.